Hey guys, I'm Alora Rochelle, and you're listening to the Align with Alora podcast. This podcast is about purpose for all you thriving creatives out there, because I strongly believe you don't have to constantly hustle to grow and pursue your wildest dreams. Each week, I'm going to show up on here and have conversations with you about motherhood, business, photography, and just plain real life. I want to share all the mistakes I've made because I want you to know I've been there before, and I'm here if you need anything. So glad that you're here today, friend. Here's today's episode. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm back. I'm just so excited to be here. I have, I, I just, there's been so many ideas running through my head. I've been organizing everything for the past couple months and it's finally here, guys. The podcast is finally live and I cannot wait to share with you all of the amazing free content that I have been working out just for you. Before we get started, I want to talk about my story. Um, A lot of people don't know me. They don't know anything about me. And honestly, I'm just so honored that you clicked this podcast episode, um, even if you didn't know me, because I have so much to share with you. And I'm going to be 100%. My promise to you is to be 100% transparent this entire way. You're going to feel like you're having coffee with me in the morning. I have coffee looking at me, my second one today. And let's just have a good time. Let's just sit on the couch, have a conversation, and let's be friends. Okay, so you're probably wondering, who is this girl and why am I listening to this podcast? Well, I'm going to answer that question for you right now. My name is Alora Rochelle and I am a Detroit wedding photographer of couples in love. I love to document the unposed moments, and that is something that's a huge driver in my business. So, how did I start off? (laughs) Well, it's a pretty funny story. So, I actually went to school for web design. Me and my husband are, like, the biggest nerds ever. We're, like, technology geeks, I guess you could say. Um, Except I'm more into the designing aspect. I went to school for web design And I knew for sure this is what I was going to do for the rest of my life. I went to school and I saw, first of all, in the class, everybody was men. And they had to be like in their upper 50s. No offense to anybody that's 50. You keep on thriving. But for me, being 20, I was finishing up at my degree. And I was like, I don't, if this is my future, I, I don't think I want it. And so... I looked at the class, I looked around me, you know, and then in the back row, everyone was falling asleep because, yeah, code is boring, guys. And so I was like, "Mm, I'm going to peace out. So I told my teacher, like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, Can I just finish up my degree and, like, do something else? And they're like, okay, so you already finished your prereqs. You need to get some electives. And I'm like, okay, well, what's left? And he goes, well, the only class that has one opening is studio photography. And I rolled my eyes like, studio photography? Yeah, I guess so, right? So I'm in there and, you know, basically my teacher, he was very well known. He shot celebrities back in the 70s and he was showing us his glory days in film and it was beautiful. But me personally, I was like, "Mm, you can't make money from photography. So like, why am I here? This is such a waste of time. Now, if you take a little bit of a backstory to my life, we grew up, I guess us 90s kids. I'm Yeah, 90s kids basically grew up knowing that you couldn't make money from an art artistic passion that just wasn't really something that was done you found a nine to five and you move up in the ceo train and that's how you help take care of your family and whatnot i mean even in the movies back then you know like 
every person that had an artistic dream turned passion, they were kind of like ridiculed, like, you better get on to the CEO position. Don't like a starving artist was a real thing. And so I had that mindset, like, uh, you can't be an artist and make money. Like, it's, you know, so I took the class or whatever. And I was like, mm, this is cool, whatever. I got straight A. I mean, it's pretty easy to get an A in an artist class. Like, anything you perceive can be art. So um, my teacher was like, you should pursue this. Like, you have a talent. And I was like, no, Bill, I think I'm going to do something else that makes consistent income. He's like, no, no, no. There are wedding photographers that make consistent income. I promise you. I've done it for a few years. It's, it's great. It's this. It's that. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, Bill. And he's like, well, just, just try it. Just try it for a year. And if it doesn't work out, then find something else. And I was like okay, cool. He gave me a challenge. Now I have to pursue it. So with my barely website degree that I have finished, I made a website on Wix and I said, Laura Rochelle Photography, because back then everybody used their name. I mean, it wasn't like fancy artistic stuff that there is now, but I used my name and I said, I bought a domain and I was like, that's it, Laura Rochelle. After that, on Google, <laughs> so random, I booked my first wedding, and they were like, we found you on Google, like, we should do our wedding, and I was like, um, my gallery is full of plants, and trees, and bridges in the rain, are you sure, but I was like, yeah, sure, here's my price, $100, can't beat that, and they were like, yeah, absolutely, so I started shooting weddings, and with, like, hardly any experience at all, and that entire year, from constantly posting my first, second, and third wedding on my website, I was booked full. Well, booked full for like a couple hundred dollars. but And that's where I am. I went to school and I kept finishing my degree. I had part-time jobs and I also did photography on the side. And I was like, cool, cool. This is a cool thing. This is fun. I never thought in a million years that I could have a job that was fun. Like you go to school and you don't like school you basically have the same hours as a nine to five and you're just used to doing things that you have to do not because you love them and so discovering that at a young age made me very curious of what more there was so um from that point on I just kept booking clients and posting it on my website I made a Facebook page and (laughs) here we are right well Not soon after I graduated from college, multitasking everything that I had, I started reaching out to be a second shooter. I didn't really know what it was. Um, Pinterest was just being created at the moment. I think Pinterest had a wait list um, for the selected few. And so I applied for that and I just kind of searched photographers in Michigan and was like, hey, I love your portfolio. I would love to be an assistant, hold your gear, like whatever it takes, I I will do it. I'm so willing to learn. This is this is a thing that I want to do. And um, nobody really responded. I think I sent like 25 emails and one person responded. And they were like, yeah, sure, come with me in third shoot on a couple sessions and we can see what we can do. So I worked with this person for a year. Um, I booked 30 plus weddings with them and <laughs> burnt myself out. Um, and everything was everything was good, you know. And, um, until I landed in a Facebook group, um, for the city of photographers in my area, and I found out that photographer had blasted me in that group. I guess they didn't know I was in there, and basically told everybody that I was a fraud, I was stealing pictures from Pinterest, my work is trash, 
Um, so glad they don't have to work with me ever again. And then like mysteriously um, told me that I was not on the team anymore. And being in my early 20s, you know, looking back on it now, it's like you you think you know everything until something like that happens to you and then your your self-esteem like it's shot like my self-esteem was shot I like never cry maybe I cry once every other year or so like I'm I try to keep like a really tough image and I was bawling at my computer and I was like well if they don't believe in me why the heck do I believe in myself this person taught me everything that I know or or allowed me to work with them, I guess I really am not that good of a photographer. And um, my husband at the time was my boyfriend. And he was like, who cares what she says? Like, obviously, your work has booked you clients. Like, why does one person's opinion affect you? And I was like, I don't know. You don't understand. Like, if somebody better than you says you suck, then you suck. And he's like, "Mm, let your customers speak for themselves. (laughs) So I was devastated. I took a break and started – I was like, well, maybe I wasn't meant to be a photographer, and that's okay. So I had clients lined up, and I was like, hey, guys, I'm not doing, like, seniors, weddings, families, or anything anymore. And everyone was like, what? And I was like, I suck, so um, I'm going to quit. <laughs> I'm sorry, saying that out loud, just uh. – <laughs> anyway, so I started applying for a bunch of random jobs. Like, I was a – I worked for a scam artist who, yeah, that was, ugh, so many stories. I worked for a scam artist that was stealing, like, (laughs) hundreds of thousands of dollars um, from these, like, Fortune 500 companies, and I didn't realize it because I was, like, 20-something, 22, 23, and he would, like, give them these information packets that were, like, trash, apparently, and then he would relocate his business to different states so nobody could find him. And I was organizing his numbers. I was organizing his books. I separated his business and his personal, even though all he did was spend money on manicures weekly, but that's beside the point. So even early on, like in these random jobs that I had, I was actually learning business tactics that benefited me later in my business. Um, I also was an admin assistant for a dentist's office. Um, (laughs) I worked for um, one of those life insurance people and I was organizing his books. I was sending emails. I was doing sales calls, requesting, requesting reviews, all that fancy stuff. And, um, yeah. So, um, after, I think I got fired from like 10 jobs that year. So after being fired from 10 odd jobs that were like very minimum wage, I think back then the minimum wage was like seven, $8. Yeah, I know. I'm cringing too. That was a lot of money back then. <laughs> but um, after I got fired from all those jobs or let go or whatever happened, I was like at the lowest of the low. I was like, wow, I can't do anything right. I mean, I barely finished my degree and nothing to show for it. I started a business and I failed at that. And I failed at these random jobs that are just, you know, bottom of the totem pole. Like, what in the world can I do right? And so... After moping around and buying Cinnabons and going through the mall and impulse shopping, I decided to make myself a business plan. So both of my parents are business people. I mean, they're both Enneagram 3s. Okay, 3-wing 2 and 2-wing 3. Yes, they're the perfect couple. And they were like, you just obviously need to work for yourself. Like, figure something out and just, I mean, you started your business and you flourished it. Can't you do it again? And I was like, no, because I suck. So I was like, all right, fine, whatever. So I stopped pitying myself and I came up with a business plan and I was like, okay, well, my goal is to book two weddings 
the next year, right? And I I kind of lowballed myself so that I felt accomplished. I highly suggest this if you are not into New Year's resolutions. Just start with a really small, achievable task. And when you check it off, you feel really good. So I had on my list two weddings, four weddings, five weddings, and I stopped there. Um, so I started studying marketing and I started binging on every single thing I could get my hands on and trying cause and effect. And I created an Instagram and I started marketing my content on there. And, um, two and a half, three years goes by. I'm married to my husband and we are the smart people that, used credit cards to buy happiness and then that back interest came and my husband was like um I know you're like trying to build something but like you gotta get a job because I'm over my head here and I was like what do you mean he's like can you work at Kohl's and I was like "Ooh, I don't know if I can do that and he's like well you gotta figure out something he's like this is your deadline and I was like what like I have a couple months So I didn't sleep. I researched and I tried things and I did everything in the world to get my name out there. So let's see, 2014, June. And then by the end of that year, I booked five weddings. Um, And then I just kept doing the strategies over and over and over, trying new things, making adjustments. And um, after I had my daughter, Ella, so two years later, after I had Ella, three days, three days after I had my daughter, fresh in stitches, <laughs> um, I found out I was featured on the Metro Times as one of the best wedding photographers to follow on Instagram. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. And I'm screaming at the computer. My husband's working an hour and a half away. And I'm like, I just went viral, hun. I just went viral. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't know, but I'm the best photographer in the world to follow. You have to look at this. And I booked (laughs) 17 clients that month. 17. Um, It's so crazy. I remember people calling me. I remember, I just remember so much crazy stuff. Even like, Before that, I was booking clients when I was, like, going into labor, when I was having contractions. Like, it's been crazy. Like, this stuff really works. And I'm telling you all of this because I want you to trust me. I'm a regular person who's had regular failures and just a regular life. (laughs) Um, I never thought in a million years that I could wake up every day and do something that I genuinely loved. Something that really makes a difference. Something I am photographing memories that are frozen in time that people can look back on the rest of their lives together. This will be passed down for generations and generations and and I get to do that. I get to create a piece that outlives anything. And so when I fell in love with that, everything seemed to fall into place. So here are the numbers, okay? You don't have to believe me. So in 2015, I had seven weddings. And then 2016, I lost a wedding, so I had six weddings. But in 2018, after implementing the marketing strategies that I taught myself, I booked 25 plus weddings. Insane. So what am I telling you? Yes, you can quintuple your business. Me and my husband looked at the numbers And my income skyrocketed to nearly six figures. 
doing something that I loved. So why am I starting this podcast? How does this benefit you? Well, guys, you're here because you kind of want to hear what I have to say, and I'm going to give it to you. If you need inspiration, if you need a reason to have hope, if you just want to be told that you're doing okay at the pace that you're going in this entire concept of hustle, 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 and, you know, good things come to those who, I mean, honestly, hustle is is so overdone right now. And what's happening is that because it's all we see and it's all we hear, we're doing that. But at what cost? And when does it end? I'm here to tell you after being burnt out constantly that alignment is the answer. Putting your ducks in a row and doing less and making more and having more time. When my grandmother passed, I was on a plane um, from a wedding. I used to do destination weddings all the time. And it was hard to juggle with a daughter and all the things that me and my husband were involved in. But it's I felt that I had to keep hustling. I had to be one step ahead. I had to, I had to, I had to. And when she passed, and it was instant. Um, by the time I got there, she was already gone. I realized that not, <laughs> not enough money in the world could give me one minute with my grandmother. And money is great. Money is great. It pays our bills. It gives us stuff that we want. But I do really believe the love of money is the root of all evil. I do believe that. And sometimes things happen in your life that give you that redirection that you needed. And I needed it. I, I got so addicted to the, the, the success. I got addicted to what everything looked like and on to the next thing and on to the next thing without appreciating what I've already done that I lost sight of what was most important and that was family, that was friends, it was having a life. I, I never went out and did anything. I never hung out with people. All I did was work. And I took a step back and my business suffered tremendously because I was consumed with grief. I couldn't even get out of bed for a month I barely wanted to eat. I couldn't even check an email. It it pained me to read an email. And I was like, Lori, you need to make some adjustments because if something happens to you or anything else around you and it affects it this bad, your business will fail. And then what? And so I took a major adjustment and I evaluated myself and I evaluated my priorities. I made a list of what was the most important to me and the things that were not as important and I've realized that freedom time moments family is more important to me than how fast I can make another buck now I'm not saying that I'm not gonna help you up level your business because I will I will tell you everything that I know and consider me your new best friend because I'm not holding back I'm giving it to you straight because that's how I roll. (laughs) But I just wanted to let you know that it's not all about the money. We're, We're chasing time and we're trying to create freedom. And you can evaluate how much you want to take on, how much you don't want to take on. And I'm saying hustle is not the answer. It's not. It's means to a burnout. But if you align things 
and you schedule things and you plan things and you limit yourself, you can create a life that you love, doing the thing that you love. That's why you're here in the first place because you want to start something. You wake up every day and you're excited. So I said all that to say this. Um, you are incredible and you got this. I mean, if you take a second and you just think about it, do you even know your potential? Well, I didn't. I didn't. And that's why I allowed myself to fail or quit or whatever because I had no idea. I was looking for it from other people. If you told me I was great, then I was great. If you told me I wasn't, I wasn't. But that's not true. Don't let someone's opinion of you be who you are. Take a second and write down some things that you want to work on, things that you have already done that are amazing. Waking up in the morning. You washed the dishes today. You took a walk. You disconnected. You reconnected. You made a friend. You did something kind. You smiled at a stranger. Anything, it's just a matter of how you look at it. Anything can be an accomplishment. And you can succeed one step at a time beyond your wildest dreams because I did. I'm not super smart. I don't think I'm super talented. I have an associate's degree, barely finished. But self-doubt is not going to win. Not in 2020. An imposter syndrome can take a hike. Because fear is the killer of dreams. But if you're afraid of something, I was told that that was the thing you're supposed to do. The thing that you are terrified to do. The thing that you are terrified to say might be your purpose. I was terrified to tell people I was a photographer. With my kit lens and my random rebel T2i. I'm an icon girl now. Just saying. But I was like, I take photos. Like I didn't even want to say it. But when I said it and I owned it. I believed it and everybody else believed it. They're like, oh, she's a photographer, you know, just claim it. You can do it. <laughs> I feel like I say that all the time, but it's true. And what if you tried anyway? Okay. And what if you did fail? But what if you succeeded? You can't really fail at something unless you go bankrupt. So in my opinion, I think you owe it to yourself to follow this thing through because what in the world could be on the other side. I want you to take out a scrap piece of paper, a notebook, a planner, whatever, and write down your goals. And it, it could even be something so basic. Like, what if you want to start a podcast? Okay. Research everything that you can to figure out how you can do that. What if you just want to only spend a certain amount a month? Take it one step at a time and don't give yourself crazy. I don't give myself deadlines. Like, my 2020 resolutions have been to take a vacation. And a vacation could even be going down the street to a hotel. That's a vacation. Like, don't put limits. But just write the thing down. And if there's something that you've dreamed about for so long and you can't get away from it, that's probably the next step. So thank you guys for listening to this podcast episode. It's been so long and I've missed you guys so much. I cannot wait for you guys to listen to all the podcasts that I've poured my heart into. And guys, let's kick 2020 in the face because you got this. 
Hey there, real quick before you go, if you liked today's episode, please feel free to screenshot it, share it in your stories, and tag me at Rochelle. And if you want bonus points and to be my best friend in the entire world, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star review telling me how much you liked it. Leaving reviews helps me get found from more listeners like you, and it helps support me so I can keep making free, awesome content just for you guys. Thank you in advance. Everything that I've mentioned you can find in the show notes. And don't forget to continue the conversation over at the Facebook group called Align with the Laura Podcast, also in the show notes. I believe if we motivate and empower each other, we can always rise together. And who knows, maybe you can pick the next episode on the Facebook group. I'm so excited to talk to you guys again next week, and I will see you later. Bye.